Hello and welcome to the Talking Heads podcast with Lucy and Saul, two head gardeners in Essex and Devon. In light of the coronavirus crisis we are living in and the drastic changes in horticulture happening up and down the UK, we both realised that bringing a regular glimpse into the gardens we look after might bring a little joy and interest. So for the foreseeable future, Talking Heads will now be a shorter podcast where Lucy and I bring you snippets of our daily lives in our gardens as spring unfurls. We'll also bring you news of gardens and gardeners, nurseries and nursery folk throughout the UK. So sit back, take a few minutes out of your day and tune into a small dose of our gardening lives. Mr Walker, how goes it your end? Yeah, I'm so glad the week's over in some ways. <laughs> this has been the first week where I've truly been on my own for the whole week. Uh, it's been hard work. Um, it's been liberating, I must say. Like I said in the last podcast, it's really nice to get back to the basics of gardening, but it is hard work. You know, there is a reason why most of us have quite either small or large teams in our gardens because the manual work is there's quite a lot of it, isn't there? There is, there is. We did say, didn't we, on that we had a little Twitter chat last night and I said we're gonna start an ache off. Not bake off, <laughs> but an ache off. Yes. Did you see? Did you see what I did there? Because well, my shoulders are doing the uh, aching at the moment. How they? about you? Do you know what? Because I've been predominantly seed sowing for the kitchen garden, I feel fairly physically okay at the moment. But next week, Ian, my husband, and I are going to spread uh, six tons of mulch oh. around the garden. So we will have achy shoulders and achy backs, and you can because I think you said you're going to be doing some sewing for for your veg. Yeah, garden. I'm going to go back to the smaller yeah. jobs next week. Yeah. yeah. So I think you can win this week's ache off, and maybe Ian and I will put in a, a bid for next week's. How do you How do you think? All, yeah. All I can say, a little tip, is don't go gung ho at the start, <laughs> thinking you're going to get lots of it done, because that's the way to break yourself early. <laughs> I will take that on board. Because you've got Ian helping you get Ian to do the shoveling I, I always do that anyhow no I don't know that's not fair <laughs> oh, I pull my weight but yeah I think like you say slow and steady is the the way forward I bet there's so many people at the moment who are looking to uh, maybe dig their gardens over get some beds dug get maybe some veg seeds in the ground and some seed potatoes because this is the uh, the the wave of um, the grow your own movement has had a massive upsurge, hasn't it? Yeah, in the yeah. Last... It's interesting you say that. I was just reading an article on BBC News saying that uh, grow your own and everything has had an absolute upsurge of people buying things o online, and also I think um, some of the search engines were saying there's been like a two hundred percent increase in searches for gardening, gardening tips, yep. gardening how to. Yep. So. Yep. It's really positive for our industry in some ways. It is. I mean, I, I was uh, doing some writing at home on Thursday and I was researching this. I always like to research the spelling of variety names because some of them are quite unusual. And I was looking on some seed company websites and a few of them had crashed. Others were putting up signs saying that uh, due to the unforeseen uh, massive increase in, in, in traffic and ordering, there was going to be a slight delay in seeds coming back to people and they were doing their best. So, so I... It, it's good to think that people such as ourselves and other guard, green, green fingered folk are tapping into their back gardens, into the resources that they have. And uh, yeah, we'll, we, maybe there's other people that can do an ache off next week. What do you, what do you think? Well, we'll see how many people are aching. Yeah. I've got to say, if you're taking up your lawn and you've never done that before, 
do take it steadily because well, it is quite a hard job. I think I saw Lou Nichols doing that, that very task on her Twitter feed. So uh, right. because she was trying going to start making a veggie patch. So, um, yeah, I think folk are, folk are lifting up the turf, uh, lawns are out, veggie gardens are in. That's brilliant. That's brilliant to hear. And I will say, although a lot of the sea companies and the veggie growers are getting lots of orders, uh, being a bit of a plantsman myself, I'd like to put a bit of a a plug in for all the smaller specialist nurseries that are around. Because I think at the start of this, one thing we were all really worried about with the shows being cancelled, a lot of the plant fairs not going ahead, is how the smaller, uh, more specialist nurseries are going to survive through this because they make a majority of their money selling direct to the public at plant fairs, at their own nurseries. Um, So if you are thinking of uh, taking up a little bit more gardening, don't automatically go down the veg route, although I know people need food. Just think about your borders as well. Take a look at some of the smaller nurseries and, and please do buy from them as well. Yeah, no, I fully, I fully agree. Maybe one thing that we could do, um, because I, you know, I'm biased. I'm going to go back to veg if I possibly can. Always. Maybe, maybe this is something that we can do occasionally on our, our podcast. I would like to maybe put a shout out to the smaller veg seed merchants that I know of yes. and uh, fruit suppliers. And we can maybe do that as a, a tweet after this podcast goes out. Mm. And then other people can add their nurseries that they know of as well. And we could maybe one week do dahlias another Mm. week do um as i say veg seed another week do something else and just put a shout out as you say to those mail order nurseries that are going to be so so dependent on getting more orders in because the shows have all been cancelled till next year so i think that's something we could we can all do together but but things are definitely switching on to the online space lots of the nurseries are 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 doing mail order or online orders for the first time Mm -hmm. so uh, please think you can still get these plants that you might have got if you'd gone somewhere. They're definitely a- a- available uh, yes. and ready to go. So please yeah. do look online if you're looking for something very specific. Well, that is actually something that I'm doing at Donald and Hall at the moment. Before the um, the restrictions came forth, we were renovating the cedar bed at the hall, which is this beautiful big bed right near the front of the house. It's very prominent and uh, it needs to look good because it's right by the main driveway as well. It's got a lovely blue cedar in it, but underneath there's lots of shade and drought loving plants which is actually quite a difficult area to to fill but we've got for example lots of spring bowls lots of hardy cyclamen crocus hellebores um all manner of plants but we actually were in the process of renovating that bed completely and we've got now lots of bare earth that we want to fill with plants so uh my one of my tasks this week is to speak to jade our apprentice um, and we're going to put our heads together. We've already thought of a few plants, but now we're thinking which nurseries are doing mail order. We have um, a large nursery near us, Beth Chateau, which everyone is probably mm. very aware of. But there's also Howden's, which we use to, um, and they're st- we've checked they're still doing mail order. So we're going to compile a list of plants that we like for that bed and still get the planting done because now is a brilliant time. This spring is such a good time mm. for planting it up March, going into April before the soil gets too hot and too dry. Um, honestly, crack on and get some plants in the ground. Absolutely. And knowing nurseries like I do from when I was uh, an RHS show manager, they have got loads of plants. Their stock will be overwhelmed at the moment and they'll really want to start shifting out some of the earlier uh, perennials and things so that they can make room for later stuff to sell. So 
if you want to get plants now is the time to start buying them uh, don't buy them when they're in flower as well um, always try and get them either before they've started putting on a lot of growth or even after they flowered because they do tend to establish better in the soil lots of people i know want to buy their plants in flower so they can see what they look like but for actual putting them out uh, and gardening they're better if you buy them as they're establishing yeah no they absolutely are they really are so are you have you got any plantings that you're going to do at stones or are you all done or well it's interesting at stones because we were uh, had the garden redesigned um about seven years ago a lot of the planting is already established and in in essence actually i'm taking a lot of plants out because one of the one of the things that uh, i have a problem with designers is they tend to over specify the amount of plants they actually put in a planting scheme which is great because you get that sense of what the garden's going to look almost instantly but the problem is is plants expand and they grow mm. out they start out competing each other and therefore you've got to thin out plants to make them better so we've been moving a lot of plants away from their herbaceous beds to other areas now, I do have a very old herbaceous border at the back of Stonelands, which I'm trying to renovate. It's quite weedy. Lots of old camellias, which I'm giving a good renovation prune to. But one of the corners is really starting to work nicely. And what I'm starting to do, and don't tell the owners, is I'm starting <laughs> to sneak in a few exotics. So we've got some echiums are starting to grow in the corner there. I've got crocosmias and mm -hmm. daylilies. Not technically exotics, but they sort of give that feel. Yeah, and then that I'm hot flower colour. That's what you're after. That, yeah, the reds that... and the yellows, oranges. Yeah. It's that late summer um, yeah. reds, yeah, yellows, oranges. But mm. I'm also going to start planting up some of the gingers because uh, if you heard in one of the podcasts back, I said I split one of those gingers of my gingers and I made 30 extra plants. I know. Which I was going to go and sell uh, one of our local societies. Unfortunately, I can't do that now. What I've decided to do is sneak some into the beds <laughs> and see if the owners slowly notice. Do you know what one way I've noticed that you can actually get around these things is say it's a trial sort. If you say oh, I'm going to okay. trial, use the word trial, okay? Yeah, because then it's not. I've I've managed to sneak a few things into the the borders at Easterland Hall simply by saying we're just going to trial this. It's nothing that you have to commit mm. to. We're just going to have a little look see and uh, just see what happens as the year goes by. So. Yeah, I think people initially are a bit sus suspect when they see something new and they're like, well, I didn't I ask for that or I'm not sure I like it. Then yep. you say, yeah, you say, a tri well, trial it for three years. At the end of three years, <laughs> you always find they go, those are great. <laughs> I'm glad I came up with that idea. Yeah, I was just going to add that. That's the <laughs> oh, dear. Um, one thing that I'm really looking forward to doing in the next few weeks, as long as movements allowed me to do so, obviously, because things are changing all the time. I We've got some massive, big herbaceous borders at Donnellan Hall. And I, I'm I would like to get the staking done really quite soon. So okay. we've got, as you say, the perennial borders are, perennials are fantastic plants. They're constantly, the clump forming ones, getting bigger and bigger and, and you can split and lift and divide and propagate and shift things around. But they're, they're, they're never stuck in one kind of time, are they? They are constantly evolving and moving around. So what's happening at the minute with my herbaceous borders is that the, especially I've noticed the daily, these, my God, they're romping away. They're really, really tall already. Alstroemerias also, the clumps yeah. of those are getting very, very tall. I need to get my support systems in. And I've, I can, I'll probably, what I'll do is put some photographs up on Twitter of the different types because staking, it's not one stake applies to every single plant there's different yeah, growth habits that plants have uh, and then different staking methods that apply to those plants so um, that's going to be something I'm really looking forward to getting my teeth into for the next week or so and that's where your nuttery comes into its form, <laughs> isn't it is, is that where you get most of your stakes from we do yeah we the nuttery is a, a beautiful collection of about 
oh gosh, probably about 80 or so hazel trees that are, they haven't been regularly coppiced, but I'm trying to introduce that into the garden to get a, a more of a succession of new sticks coming through. So we've got lots of pea sticks that I cut in the winter before the trees leafed up. Um, we've also got some woodland at the on the on the perimeter of the estate that's got some hazels that were cut down there, so I can go and raid those as well. I did notice that the bluebell wood is just starting to move so again when it comes to sometime further in april i think that's going to there's going to be lots and lots of bluebell videos on twitter don't you think absolutely and I, i'm going to remind you on one thing you did say you put up a photo of your milfoy but i haven't seen one yet do you know no and i tried photographing it and what i need to do is do a video and i'm sorry i okay so I, that will be coming. My phone storage got full and I had, had to delete the whole stuff. So that's oh. a very boring explanation for that. I'm so sorry. Well, I look forward to it because, like I said, I only saw it as this rough piece of grass. <laughs> so you could have just been lying that there was something going on there. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, no, you caught me. I, it, it, looks, it looks rubbish, so. No, <laughs> it doesn't. It does. Do you know what? In the last week, because we've had all this beautiful sunshine, I have noticed and I have been mindful that I've got to do show people that it's looking like because it looks so mm. it's very delicate and dainty and and like i say pinpricks of color it looks stunning so i promise i will get around to that this week yeah we're looking forward to that and if anyone wants to see videos of stoneland i've been doing a a spring at stoneland's video series on twitter this week which has been quite nice for me because i've been i've been looking at the plants and the the bird song's been amazing and unfortunately we did have a very sharp frost which is quite rare for my part of devon on wednesday night which actually turned most of our magnolias and rhododendrons to mush which is a shame luckily it happened early enough that it hasn't caught the later rhododendrons uh, and magnolias so hopefully i've got a second display that will come through in the next few weeks but uh, if you do want to see videos of what stoneland's like or what you would see if you ever came on one of our ngs visits please do check out my twitter yeah no i i've been what i watched them with ian last night and i think they're gorgeous there's there's cherries magnolias rhodos all and the kitchen the one of the the, the vegetable uh, mm. the kitchen garden looks absolutely gorgeous so yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. ready it's ready to go it's it, not much going on the outside although i have seen the garlic is starting to move actually there are a few things happening rhubarb starting to come up first spears of the asparagus raspberries are just starting to make themselves uh yeah, no they they're are. starting to grow but um, it's in the greenhouse where most things are happening. Everything is starting to shoot up and I'm just getting this fear. I've got another, I must say, probably another load, 30 or 40 modules to sew for next <laughs> week. So I'm going to have to start balancing things in all kinds of You and your directions. modules. Yeah. You and your modules. Oh, exactly. You love them, don't you? Um, exactly. So I, I guess we, we probably haven't reminded people of our Twitter accounts that recently. Yeah. So uh, just to say that mine is Head Gardener LC and Saul's is Gardening Saul. That's um, it. So do, and honestly, please have a chat with us. We realise that actually social media now seems to be a really good way to communicate safely with everybody. So, you know, we're, we're always wanting to engage with other like-minded folks. So uh, even just to say hi, if you're feeling a bit flat and you just want to, to lift, your, lift your spirits, we'll try our very best to do that for you. Yeah, please do. And we're here to answer questions. That's what we would have been doing at BBC Gardeners World Live this summer. So I feel a bit bereft of the opportunity to share our knowledge with people. So please do ask us questions. So that's today's podcast. We hope you enjoy this shortened format and the look at our lives and our gardens. Hopefully you'll tune in again soon to hear about what we're up to. We understand that for many, life has changed in ways not imagined during the start of this year. Our thoughts especially go out to all our colleagues and peers in horticulture that have been drastically affected, and we hope that life will return and, like all good plants, flower again much better than before. 
In the meantime, please do get out into your gardens, support your local small specialist nurseries and enjoy time out from this extraordinary shift in ordinary life. Until the next episode of Talking Heads, goodbye! goodbye.